let's dial back that music and get this Sunday morning extravaganza going. Good morning, everyone. This is RC After Hours podcast number 74. Can you believe it? 74 podcasts. And today, today's guest, who's now going to be live on screen, there he is. It is Sean from Defiant Wings. And we cooked up some fun recently, didn't we, Sean? Good morning, sir. Good morning. <laughs> I, uh, I echo some of the comments here. We need some coffee. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. More coffee. Uh, look at that. Yeti mugs. Yeti mugs in the house. Thank you, my good friend, Yeti Eddie Black and the- Wendy, for uh, sending me this one. Yes, I've been enjoying my Yeti mugs. They've made a big difference during this whole COVID-19 extravaganza. So podcast number 74. I can't believe that. I actually had to look back at my notes and check. And uh, we're very, 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 very quickly approaching one year. July, middle of July will be the one year point where I took over the show as a solo uh, podcast artist. And uh, so far, so good. Um, Huge shout out to the Patreons. And um, I don't know what's going on, but the RC After Hours Instagram account is just exploding with followers. So Thank you very much. Uh, keep it coming. Uh, everybody who's subscribed, everybody who's supporting. Um, there are a couple of new people who've uh, picked up as patrons, so thank you. And working on the stamps, I'm terribly sorry. I have not gone to the post office myself. Um, I'm still not allowed going anywhere. Things are relaxing. We'll talk about that, too. Uh, things are starting to relax and everything. Uh, but for the next little while, as soon as I can get my hands on some stamps, my Canadian subscribers and my international subscribers who... Uh, who, uh, who asked for some stickers are, uh, where are they? I don't have any in front of me. Oh, well, um, we'll get those out to them. Speaking of which, um, I'm in the middle of redesigning the, the hashtag sticker and the, uh, and the RC after hours sticker. So we'll have something new and interesting for 2020, 2021. So we'll, we'll go from there. So good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Bill. Everybody's on. Well, not really everybody on, uh, three people are on, but Hey, like they said, the, the West coast guys, Good morning, Jason. The West Coast guys. I'm sorry. Um, both uh, Sean and I decided 9 a.m. on Sunday was good because then we could get out and we could potentially fly today because things are slowly changing. But let's uh, let's jump into our topic. And uh, Sean, why don't you describe the um, what we cooked up? Okay. Well, I, I'm not even. I can't remember how this started. I think it goes something like this. You and I were uh, messaging and kind of lamenting about the fact that we weren't able to get out and fly much, uh, weren't able to get to the field, and then we started talking about wouldn't it be great to have something that we could fly around the yard and just play around at home. And then I think I think beer got introduced. Um, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and suddenly we came up with this whole idea of, well, if we're going to try and build something to fly in the backyard, why don't we open this up as an Instagram challenge and get everybody else involved? Um, I mean, it's been kind of a hard time. A lot of people have been stuck inside. They can't get out. Um, I've heard a lot of people complaining and, and I've seen, you know, kind of a downward trend overall in the hobby. Maybe people are building a little more or got discouraged with it, um, thinking, well, we're not going to get out and fly for a while. Uh, so we figured this would be a good way to get, you know, people using their noodle, um, you know, grabbing whatever spare scraps they had laying around the shop, um, design something, fly it in your backyard if it works tremendous you've got something to fly in your backyard and if it doesn't 
tremendous. We got some great video footage of stuff crashing. So uh, we figured it was a win-win either way. Yeah, that's you know, and and I and I love the Genesis. Like, um, actually, I'll bring up I'll bring up the there's a hashtag on Instagram, and you guys, oh, they they smoked it. I mean, just the ideas, just the difference, killed it. Just the difference in use. Um, I'm gonna say the primary, the primary, uh, you know, product or, or uh, building material had to be foam board, but there was still people cutting with with uh, Depron and using foam like you do, and, and even other. It was whatever you had on hand, and I used foam board because that was that's what I had. And uh, <laughs> Richard we even had 3D printing. 3D printing everything. Right. It was awesome to see people just. Grab those ideas and go. And that was my whole thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to find... Um, some of us went with the super light, uh, you know, workflow. And others were just like, whatever's going to fly. Um, and my genesis was, I've got all these parts lying around. Let's see what I can do, you know, and see see what the, the lightest thing. Um, and, and frankly, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by the response. It almost, it almost feels like it's a shame that we, we, we only gave it the two or two and a half week, three week uh, gestation period um, because I think we could have seen a lot more going through. But still, wow. Like they, they, I'm gonna bring that would up have the, just made our job so much harder. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think so. Um, you know, and the, the hashtag is impressive. You guys really deserve a huge, you know, some of the designs are, are just, and, you know, some, a lot of them take on the same theme because I think there's only so many ways to, 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 you know, to make these, but then there's some that really stood out to us uh, and that was it. So um, do you want to explain some of the contest re- requirements? Sure. Um, if I can remember them, I'm, I'm going to pull up the page. It's early and it's, it's early <laughs> out here. I, I feel so bad for the West coast guys. Sorry, <laughs> Nate and Frank and sorry guys. I'm glad to see you. Uh, you joined us. I'm going to see if I can find uh, your, your post on the, uh, on the stream. That way we can remind ourselves. And, uh, a big no. shout out to, uh, big shout out to, um, oh, to a couple of our little, sp- uh, I haven't found it yet. <laughs> I got it. I got found it. it. Okay. Yep. It's way down the bottom. There were so many, uh, there it is. there's so many t- posts. I think the last I saw it was like 213 posts under that hashtag. Nicely so that's, that's done. pretty impressive. I, I know I was impressed. Um, so the idea was that it had to be a scratch build, uh, no kit, no plans. And, and when I said no plans, I meant, you know, no, no, no getting a, a set of, of, uh, flight test plans or something that was already sized. Um, somebody asked me if I, do I have to build this as I go or can I draw plans? And, um, we allow you to draw plans because, I know I can't remember from one minute to the next which end what's going on. So um, uh, you can be built with any material. Um, it has to be flown in a reasonable size yard, and <laughs> and I think we're we're you know that's kind of a gray area. You know, some people live in apartments um, no. and don't have yards. Uh, some people just have really tiny yards. So depending on how up to the challenge you were, um, you know, we're, we're kind of loose with that one. If you got out to a, a large field and just flew it in a small area of the field, um, you know, we're, we're reasonable people. Um, can be brushed, 
brushless, whatever you want, but a 2S minimum. So, I mean, the idea there was I really, we really wanted to keep it as a, as kind of a larger plane. Um, I mean, on 1S with some of that micro stuff, I mean, this would have been a much simpler challenge, I think. So we wanted to make it a little more difficult. Uh, Could have been flying line of sight or FPV and um, no VTOLs. So nothing assisting it in the air other than the wing. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the main rules. Yep. Um, you could have flight controller if you wanted, but I think most flight controllers would double the weight of some of these. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that, Some and, of them were, were really small. And you bring up a really good point because it was, um, from, from my experience, it was sitting there and just trying to figure out um, how light could I actually make my aircraft? And I was impressed because I knew... Right away, I knew I was taking a, um, a penalty with foam board. Like foam board is strong, but it does contain a little bit of weight to it, right? So then it's like, okay, you know. And um, I decided I had a lot of impact possibilities in my yard. We've seen a couple of the videos, and there are trees, there's <laughs> pools, there's house, there's there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, I almost put the darn, I put the thing on the roof. Um, luckily, I got it down. So I said, okay, twin. And I like the twin because I could actually, because um, I did a bit of a Delta design and that just, it just, uh, I knew right away, threw that out, one sheet of foam, gone. Um, so then I went to something more conventional. And like I said, the twin worked, but you're taking a weight penalty for the second motor, the prop and everything. And um, I should mention too, thank you, Master Airscrew. They kicked in some, uh, they're kicking in some props for the prize winners. So that's uh, that's really cool news. I don't know when they'll get there, yes. but they're, they're, they're coming to Sean. So thank you, Master Airscrew. Woohoo! Um, and uh, yeah, so I don't know how many people went for the 200, the sub 250 category, but I figured, okay, if I'm going to work this hard to design something this small and everything, I'm going to make sure it's under 250 grams. So then it's like, you know, there's zero questions asked when you're flying in the backyard. And so it's uh, it was fun to watch the evolution of these designs go through and so many different takes on the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and like like we said before, there was there's a wide range, you know, but they they seem to fall into categories. Um, you know, we had we had a kind of the category I'll call it, you know the prop and slot category, you mm-hmm. know, with the the kind of the profile type planes. Um, we had some wings. Uh, I think we had some uh, nutball variants. Um, you know, we had some paper airplane variants, uh, and then and then we got into some that were you know I think took a little I don't want to say took a little more imagination, but took a little more of a risk, and uh, it just didn't fit into some of those standard categories. But I agree. Um, I mean, I started out with with a single um, a single motor design, uh, and I went for ultra light, and um, I, you know, I had pretty I had pretty good success myself on the first one. The problem was that it was so light, um, and with that yeah. single motor, even with a small three inch prop on it, uh, it, it it torqued. You know, I was constantly fighting my own torque. Uh, every time the slightest wind blew, I completely lost steering, and it just kind of went where it went. In fact, I think I put up a, a video of eighteen crashes in a minute. Um, it was, you know, it held up well, but I, for me on this, um, you know, I took your lead 
and I, I really think the twin was the way to go. Um, eliminating that torque roll, I think, was was key, even yeah. with the, the weight penalty. You know? Yeah, and, and then uh, it was interesting because we were discussing earlier before we, we uh, fired up the show, the other benefit to uh, the twins was the differential thrust. And I was I was so excited when I got mine going because it'd be like, oh, I'm coming up to an obstacle. Let's just do a dive and turn and the plane would just, you know, and I would land in the pool. But, you know, that happened. <laughs> but not uh, the tree. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's funny because I was doing patchwork on mine and man, I'm, I, I know I whacked the tree at one point really good because there were like there were good wounds into the back of the fuselage with tree tree uh, you know remnants of, of a pine tree and stuff like this so that the foam board went and it was uh it was interesting because i learned a little bit more about the structural rigidity because uh, we were talking about weight and it's like okay how much does this thing weigh with the paper okay if i strip off a layer of paper it's too weak and I would shatter the nose or something like that right away. And then I was like, okay, well, what if I put a little monocoat on it? Well, the monocoat weighs more than the paper and the tape is just, a, you know, so it was all these intermediates, you know, and actually in the end, I think, um, the combination on foam board I found was just to leave the paper on because the tape would work, but it would also on impact would just, it would, it, it would just shatter anyhow. So that the, paper seemed to be yeah. it but it's funny because as we were testing and going the planes were getting heavier because <laughs> the repairs <laughs> right. hot glue is not yeah. light hot glue, hot is, glue not. is not light yeah I, I mean if i had to do a quick field repair i'd use hot glue if i had more time i'd come back in and use some white gorilla glue or something that was a little bit lighter yeah, uh, yeah. but you know when i was out testing in the field in the backyard i'd have my little my little uh battery powered hot glue gun just to zip it back together and yeah i found my i found my cg heading heading south uh yeah the more i fix things well it was you know uh, there there's uh people were asking yeah there's the uh there's my first one my first delta man that thing was that's <laughs> a dog <laughs> uh undersized power underpowered anemic motor i think that motor was damaged too so it just made this wicked sound and then it's like oh forget it so it's, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was an interesting learning curve and, um, we were discussing, there was lots of discussion, discussion by, you know, about, uh, you know, the K KFM foils and just airflow. And you made a really interesting point before the show about, uh, you know, just how some of this was, uh, you know, what, what it took to get the airplane in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's an interesting challenge because, <clears throat> when you start designing for something that's bigger, um, that's going to be traveling faster, you, you know, while aerodynamics is aerodynamics, the rules change. And when you start to get a little bit smaller, you know, the, the effect of the airfoil uh, at these really slow speeds, you know, it, it starts to fall off. And, you know, we... I've done a lot of discussions about this, and I'm planning on doing a big video on airfoils and, and lift in general because um, there are so many misconceptions. Um, and, and, you know, and even the stuff that we were taught in school, uh, even through high school, and, and even in some of the pilot's manuals is just plain wrong uh, or incomplete. But when you start getting down this small, um, you know, the flat plate, airfoils do they do just as good a job they generate the lift um 
what we start running into when you get small like this, when you start getting into a flat plate, is that you lose efficiency and your stall characteristics uh, are really, I mean, those are the things that your airfoil gives you is your, you know, your, your, uh, your efficiency and your stall characteristics. Now, if most of these planes are being flown post-stall, um, then, you know, that doesn't really matter. Right. Any anything will anything will generate lift uh, if you put enough power behind it. So I think that's that's what we that's what we found in this challenge. You know, I think we've seen that the full range of flat plate to nutball through the KFM uh, and then into traditional airfoil. So uh, there were a lot of different ways to go uh, with varying uh, success. Uh, but. You know, I, I think that's it's a big lesson when you're starting to deal with stuff this small. Um, yeah, and and then you know, be, it, the, the airfoil becomes less a factor. Yeah, and we had some discussions early on where we were talking about you know coverings and everything, and you really want um, you know we use the term dirty, but like if you made the if you made the wing too smooth and you were talking about your goop leading edges to give it a little bit of you know the dad that surface texture and i remember early on when uh when bixler was taught josh picture was talking about some of the planes he says they like the foam board because of all that uh disruption it causes so you actually get a little bit of uh you know air grabbing the surface to help so when we slow down it just doesn't just flop out of the sky right and and that's the the one of my wings, the sprite. That's the idea behind the sprite is that <clears throat> we don't we don't laminate it uh, because of that. You know, it's if you're flying at really high speeds and, and it'll be fine laminated. But if you're trying to slow down, what happens is is you get the separation of the boundary layer. You it, the the airflow gets so slow over the wing that it stagnates and the boundary <laughs> layer separates and you get a stall. So you know, one way around that we found we tested was uh, gluing a, a strip of a 60 grit sandpaper just on top of the leading edge to generate act as, um, you know, hundreds of little vortex generators to introduce some more energy into that boundary layer. Um, and in the end, what we found was I just leave the laminate off and it, it acts like thousands of little vortex generators just energizing that boundary layer and keeping the separation off. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I think that's what we saw here too, is that, you know, um, I, most of these, you know, I don't, I think there were a few that maybe had a, a thin coating, uh, on them, whether it was laminate or monocoat, but by and large, most of them were either just raw foam board or raw foam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dirty work in this you know, plus situation. the weight consideration well this is it and it was um i i don't i haven't seen the post yet but we were talking a significant you know when, when you're trying to dial it down to a sub you know and this is my goal as i said but when you're really focused in on it because it made a huge impact and 15 to 30 grams changed how this airplane flew dramatically i tried it with the i put an onboard camera a little you know little uh little mini and that was 30 grams and I had the I couldn't fly the plane the same way. I basically had to be full throttle and really flying it hard because the extra weight even though I was on the CG and uh, as I developed the aircraft, I, you know my first one was you know two batteries and as I was able to get the CG dialed in better, I actually was able to what was it? 
I took weight off the back of it. I moved the servo, the, the, the elevator servo, as far forward. I found the longest control rod I could, and I moved it as far <laughs> forward because when you're dealing with such a small airframe, it made a huge difference. So that even it, it was just a five gram servo hanging off the back, but it was enough to that I needed to double stack my little two S five hundreds. Um, and just go. You were running on a 2S800, I think? 800, yeah. yeah. 2S800. Yeah. Um, and that worked great. Because um, in the backyard, mm-hmm. hitting gaps and stuff like that, I was able to get a full 10 minutes without a problem. <laughs> um, I wasn't pushing it hard. I don't think I ever got above half throttle. But, you know, I had those big 5-inch props on there. So I was afraid to afraid to torque it up to past half throttle. I was afraid it might tear itself apart <laughs> well and that was another thing we, we had that we had the prop conversation um early on through and i'm like okay I, like these are a little i was flying on little 1306s i think 2000 kv or something and I, the first flight i had some three inch prop three blade three inch props and there was like bleh, like they just not enough air bite not enough bite then i tried the four inches and yep. in the end i'm like i'm going back because I'd flown um, Alex uh, Greaves, um, his uh, his Gremlin biplane. Gremlin. Yeah, and on a on a on a two blade prop, I would get torque. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to a three blade, and the idea is I can I can still get the power, but I'm slowing it all down so the plane doesn't like spin itself to death. But the nice thing with the counter rotating motors is you've got that balance, so we eliminate that torque roll that we're talking about. And whether you're going inward or outward, it didn't really matter. I'd love to see if this thing would flat spin, but I need to get some altitude. <laughs> um, and then the other consideration was: this is the first time in a long time that I've done a single servo for the uh, for the ailerons, but and it worked out great. It, uh, there was no issue. I think I blew out a servo. I think initially I used a five gram, and I cooked that thing right away. Um, and then I put in a normal nine gram nylon. I think if I was hitting this plane a little harder or flying a little harder, I may even take the weight penalty. And again, we're talking about the weight and go with a, a metal gear servo on the, uh, on the ailerons just to keep them going. Um, but it seemed to work really well. And, you know, I didn't play around. I didn't experiment nearly as much as you did with your airplane. Um, because you were into different tail configurations and everything, and, and you had hosted recently a nice live chat on your on your Facebook, um, and you discussed the tail, and it was really interesting, some of your theories on why you did your design. I'm going to pull up a photo, and maybe you can discuss why you Uh-oh. decided the twin was better. Well, they're all theories. They could be complete BS, but they <laughs> sounded good. <laughs> I'm looking for a yeah. photo. I'll find your photo of your aircraft. Here, I don't know if you can. Oh yeah, there you there go. It yeah, it's even better. We got, a, we'll got go some extra screen. tails. Next version tails of the the next version are coming along here. There you go. There you go. So. All right. It's an audio podcast, so we will describe what you're holding in your hands. All right. So I am holding. This is. Uh, this was version two. Of my yard class challenge. Unnamed um, at this point, too. Unnamed, yeah. Still working on that. It's, it, hold on a second here. Falling apart. It's been bashed. Um, so it's version two of the yard class challenge, but it's the version one of the twin. Um, so basically, it is a 24 inch wingspan, which is the same as a single. Um, it's a six and a half inch cord. 
twin motor. I'm running a pair of 1407 3000s. Um, and on the 2S, you know, I'm running a, a five inch prop. It's a, it's a 50 50 tri blade. Mm-hmm. I think they're Dow's. Probably a Dow, yeah, Dow prop. Um, and on 2S, you know, that, that motor and prop combination seems to work pretty well. Uh, like I said, I never got it above probably half throttle. Um, it's got more than enough power and it's the nice thing about it with these big props is, is there's a lot of torque. So it's instant power. Um, but with the counter rotating props, you don't get the torque roll. So there's plenty of power to get yourself out of trouble. So what I did, uh, on this one is I have a, a large tail section, a large horizontal tail. And I think this one is 14 inches. Uh, the next version, I think I'm, I brought it down to 12 inches. Um, and the idea here was that I've, the control surfaces are massive. They're, they're two-inch cord on all the control surfaces. So when you're flying slow, um, you've got plenty of control. When you're flying fast, you might want to consider dual rates. Uh, mm. <laughs> I uh, put it to the test on 3S yesterday and... Um, I got out in the field, put it on 3S, and just went for it. And just the slightest movement uh, translated in, you know, something that looked like 3D acrobatics, which was just me trying to stay in a, in a straight line. It, <laughs> it was kind of interesting. But the tail is a twin tail with the vertical stabs on the outside. Um, and, and I did that for a couple of reasons. Um, one is on the uh, original version on the single, I had a very large uh, vertical stab um, because we're, we're moving so slow. And I thought it I thought it looked horrible. It was very susceptible in crashes to being ripped off and damaged. So on when I went to the twin, I cut that area in half and then put it on either side of the horizontal. Um, to make it a little smaller and a little little less susceptible to damage. And what I found was that by putting that vertical stab right in the airflow behind each of the motors, um, we got a much more stable, uh, you know, yaw-stable aircraft because there was, there was always good airflow across the, the, the vertical stab. Um, so, I mean, that, that's the reasoning behind it. I'm pretty happy with the way it works, so I'll probably, you know, keep going in this uh, in this direction. Um, everybody has asked me if I'm going to start selling these, so uh, the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> I'm the the, uh, the internet has spoken, and I have given in, and this will become a product. Um the way development's moving pretty fast on it, so I would imagine sometime next month uh, this will be, you know, this will be up on the site. Uh, I've got a couple of variants. I'm, I'm testing different wing structure and things like that. Um, if you, the guys who are watching might be able to see that there's a there's a big uh, electronics bay underneath, and I've just got a coroplast door on it, but this. This is plenty large to get your battery, your receiver. I've got a 5-volt BEC in there. You could put your VTX in there. Uh, there's plenty of room. Yeah. Um, and what was the all-up you know, wing? And, and 
all-up weight on this with the all-in-one uh, camera VTX on top was uh, 225 grams. Crazy. Crazy, so, man. Yeah, we could, you could easily, if you wanted to FPV it with something, you know, a little bit better than an all-in-one, uh, you could easily put a micro cam and, and a micro VTX and then 10 on there and still stay under 250. And it's, um, it's, and it's phenomenal that you're doing, that you're able to, to do that. And it speaks to the components too. I mean, it's great that we're seeing all this miniaturization, but it really makes our hobby a little easier to, you know, and like, I um oh, definitely. I, I and I, I I love twins. I've always loved twin propped airplanes. So the real nice thing about this airplane too is it's super. It you you were telling me too that and I did it the same thing. Um, you throw it with the goggles on and go, and you don't have to worry about you know your fingers with a prop or nothing like that because you've got a nice beefy meaty uh, uh, fuselage to grab onto, and you can give your football throw and get her out. And so yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, and this thing, I mean, with the motor off, I can probably throw it, you know, 60, 80 feet. It'll just fly out and, and glide, you know, Beautiful. probably glide close to 100 feet with a good throw. So, I mean, even if you wanted to just toss it and then power up once once it's in the air, yeah, you got plenty of time to do it. Nice, you know? nice. Like I said, I'm almost, I, I love the yard challenge, but I'm, I'm almost, I'm looking forward to seeing what this, my, uh, my rendition can do in the backyard uh, when, when we do get out uh, and fly it because it's just, it, it, it's, I almost want to build an upscale version of it. And I've done that before. Oh, another thing I liked about your airplane is you can, you were doing touch and goes. So you've got, um, because you're building the nacelles and you were able to get your motors up just a little bit higher, you told me you were able to do touch and goes off the ground without prop strikes. Yes. Well, if the grass is mowed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, actually, it will, if you get into trouble, it will take off from the ground. Um, what I found is uh, just full up elevator and mash the throttle and it will take off straight up vertical. Um, you just got to be able to kill the power and nose it over before you get too far. Nice. But yeah, it's, uh, which is nice. If you're, if you just want to do a relaxing flight in the backyard and you happen to crash and you don't want to have to get up and walk across your yard, you can just spool it back up and get it back in the air. Nice. The, the height of laziness. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bill Decker yeah, asked, did, any, for me. did Bill Decker asked, did anybody do an, uh, an EDF? And I contemplated, but I didn't have anything tiny enough uh, because, again, that would be even better because your props, there are no, you know, exposed elements almost, right? So, you you know, it's a pretty self-contained. Right. But the power, the weight and everything, we, you know, I think you would, um, the momentum, the momentum involved in trying to keep an EDF in the air, right? Because as soon as you spool off that motor, you're not going to get the thrust throughput which the props at two on a two S were, were giving us. So um, Nate says something really nice too in the, right. in the chat. He says, this project got me back into my shop and working on planes. I pretty much had been avoiding the hobby since the lockdown. And, and that was the half of it too. I mean, we were kind of going all stir crazy and everything. Uh, you and I both got out and did our separate flying yesterday, which was uh, it, fantastic <laughs> you know and it was just a, you know just yeah i don't me, know how um, else to describe it oh yeah there's some i was flying i went out with my my buddy captain drone who's got his youtube channel and we were flying our our uh, our, our uh, dgi products 
uh, DJI. Yeah, I got it right. Woo. Um, <laughs> and there's a great shot because we're still social distancing and everything. Uh, and, uh, you know, and so it was that that was really nice just to get out and just, you know, chew up some airspace and everything. Um, back on the EDF. Yeah, I agree with Richard. He says it's just too weak at slow speed. Yeah, it just doesn't develop uh, enough RPMs. And yeah. to get the airflow, I mean... I guess you could make some kind of weird-looking airliner that with the props and everything. So, uh, and then Bob Bob says I haven't built a plane since January 2017. Uh, so yeah, you know we had fun. Grab common. Bob did a box like a pizza box style airplane, uh, and so yeah, you know he had fun. Grab some hot glue. Got grab some common material and everything, and that was the theme throughout the whole uh, the whole show. So, do you want to talk about any anybody's particular designs? Yeah, we can. All right. Uh, you know, and and on that point of the of the the props and the twins. Um, mm-hmm. A nice thing about the twins, especially with the big props, is you're pushing a lot of air over the wing itself and over the control surfaces and over the tail. So you're getting a lot of you're getting a lot of response even at a very low speed. Mm-hmm. Um, which goes a long way to making these, you know, these very slow planes maneuverable in a tight yard. When you start going with a single prop or a prop in the middle or an EDF and you're not getting that air, you're relying on the air you know, from the plane's movement, you're just not going to get as as much control over the surfaces that way. Now, I know you said you're still experimenting. Um, are, you, are you going to um, are you going to see if you can get uh, get away with a smaller wing still, or are you satisfied with that twenty four slash was twenty four and ten? Uh, yeah, the twenty four inch on the main wing and the and the probably a twelve inch on the tail. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that the main wing is 24 inch wide, uh, 24 inch wingspan, and a six and a half inch cord. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that combination. I'm going to have to try that. I'm going to have to see what I can get um, away with. A it's a lot wing. of area. Yeah, it's it's a lot of area. Um, it's it's a fairly efficient wing. I'm using a nice. A, pretty efficient airfoil on it i don't know that i've actually stalled i mean it's it it stalls i mean it just stops flying um <laughs> you know when it stalls it just lands which is kind of nice you know it doesn't tip stall doesn't fall off you know especially coming from you know manufacturing wings um it's kind of nice having a not having to worry about tip stall and when these when this thing stalls it just it just kind of lands it runs out of lift and you get a nice gentle landing mm-hmm. um the next version you know i'm playing with some different angle of incidents on the main wing um, putting a few degrees in there so that maybe we can slow it down a little bit more um uh, this is the sub prototype of the i don't know if you guys can see that it's kind of blown out in the lighting but it's a prototype of the new fuselage um it's about the same size, but I've pre-cut. It'll be set up in such a way that the battery bay, electronics bay, and the servo bay will all be pre-cut. Um, it's just a matter of gluing everything together. Um, so we want to look at some of the 
some of the entrance here. Yeah, actually interesting. Uh, so, so Bill Decker asked, he was surprised there's no biplanes. And I think the biplanes were just too much of a weight penalty. I mean, yeah, you double your lift and everything, but um, it's that structure to keep it all going. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be too hard for you to have slapped an extra wing onto, onto the design, but I don't think you'd see the benefit because we couldn't get them spaced enough apart, right? I, I toyed with the idea. Um, I just, I didn't know if we were going to get enough lift for the weight penalty of adding that other wing. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that, that is a very real consideration in something like this is keep down and keeping the structure simple, um, and, and solid because you're going to crash. Inevitably you're going to crash. Uh, and I think the lighter the plane, the less mass you have. And the simpler it is, the less damage you're going to do, um, and the less repair time it's going to take you. Uh, so I was weighing, you know, the, you know, looking at adding that extra lift versus adding the extra mass, adding the complexity. If I get too low under a branch and rip the top wing off or things like that, it would be more complicated. So I decided to keep it, keep it simpler uh, and lighter so that, you know, recognizing when you're flying in a small space like that, you're going to crash. It's going to happen. It's not <laughs> if, it's when. And uh, how many or times. how many times. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, that's why, you know, you saw that video I put up. There were 18 crashes. There was, you know, I had to glue. I had to use a little bit of hot glue. But in 18 crashes, um, you know, the damage was relatively minor. Um, I think all 18 crashes were in one day. Um, yep. so it's not like I had a lot of time to repair it. So yeah, I could, I could beat it up pretty well, um, and still keep flying. And, and I think that had a lot to do with keeping it light and keeping it simple. Yeah. And, and so that forward I, nose section, I think that forward nose section really saved that aircraft. Um, actually looking at, uh, Adam, Adam swims airplane that that forward nose, uh, having that long snout <laughs> really saved the motors yep. and the props. I didn't damage any props throughout all this at all. I didn't damage the tail. Um, I had to reinforce my my rudder, but that was, you know, the plane flipping over and landing. It's just two pieces of foam sandwiched together, right? So put a skewer through it and off I went. Um, but no carnage on the motors or anything because that, that, that long nose would just bump. And it's an easy way to cheat your CG as well. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's kind of nice because it gives you a nice area to, to slide your battery in and things like that. Um, so do we want to, you want to hit on a few here? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me who you're thinking about and I'll find the photos and put them up. Oh, you put the pressure on me, huh? <laughs> well, let's see War. what we got here. So, uh, yeah, I do. Let's see. I do like, and yeah, now you had Adam Swims up. I really did like that design. Uh, I thought that was an interesting plane. Um, and the, the long nose, I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was a pretty good solution to the problem. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's, uh, it's basically a Delta, a hybrid Delta, I guess. I'm going to actually pull up his and, uh, you know, he used a little bit of everything too in his design. Like there's, um, He's got some, some balsa. He's got some foam board. 
Uh, he went with uh, the, the split, uh, just two servos. So he's driving the, uh, he's driving his uh, his his rear control surfaces surfaces with two. So they're ele- aileron elevator mix. But he also has twin motors, and those look like they were a little tiny. That was the other cool part. All the different specs on motors that everybody was using. Um, those little yeah. micro, the micro drone motors. They develop so much power and everything. Uh, so they're quite fun to watch. Ooh, ooh, that was loud. <laughs> uh, a, a lot of power in a little package. Yeah. I'm trying to see if he shows what battery power he used, but, uh, you know, not a huge design. Uh, and actually, the, um, so his little trick, he's got the little standoffs too. Um, so he can take off vertically. Yep. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I, like I, would, that. I didn't even think about that. Honestly, I didn't even think because I was so like, okay, just toss. But I mean, I guess, I mean, it makes sense. And you can have both your hands on your stick. You can just go. But you you got to be prepared for that transition. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what else? Would, I, I like this plane, too. This was kind of an interesting build. Quadoti. Oh, yes. Hold on. Let me go back to the, I'm going to go back to the... Uh, the challenge hashtag and again you guys yeah last count 213 posts you guys just lit it up uh which one is his describe it uh hold on i just clicked off it it is the hot wire cut foam kind of delta with the green cockpit and the motor up on top yep seen seen yes so i thought that was an interesting design nice concept Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks like he'd been working on those for a bit. Uh, again, a little micro motor and everything, 2S power. Uh, and it looks really nice. Uh, again, just yeah. two two control surfaces, so no rudder or anything, single motor. Uh, little Nice combination of foam work and FPV and uh, FPV, um, 3D printing and, and design and everything. So kind of taking into heart everything that, 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 that the whole competition was kind of looking at. You know, what's, uh, what's, what do we like to see and everything? And I think that's kind of fun, um, you know, f- from a design standpoint, you're seeing... We saw this a lot throughout the competition. People just using all these different technologies and everything. You're, you know, and if I'd had the time, if I wasn't working so much, I think I would have liked to have sat down in front of this computer and just gone through and really gave uh, some of this 3D design stuff another kick. I tried it on my laptop and I had just I struggled because the 13-inch laptop is too small, you know. So we just yeah. just to see those. Uh, and there's a bunch of different photos from him. Um, I'm probably going to try at the end of the show, I'll probably try and throw in a bunch of links and everything, but I knew the hashtag is in there. Uh, so if anybody wants to see the photos at the end of the show, it's there, they are there. So, um, what else, who else did you like? Uh, Let's see what else I, you know, I liked, I like seeing some of the stuff, some of the guys building their own control horns and, you know, just the, the, you know, cutting their own control horns. Uh, I think that was uh, Sky, Sky Mama, maybe. Yeah, yep. and we've all been ah. there, right? You go and do a project. I got the photo up right now. It's just some wood and some drills, uh, drill outs and stuff. We've all done the popsicle stick thing, you know. And I remember, and uh, I think that my comment is probably in there. Uh, nice work, 
done that before. The whole project, this whole thing reminds me of early days, early, early, like we're talking 2013 when I got back into the hobby and everything was budget. I was scratch building. I was using everything, you know, just because I I was focused on my 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 fundings were going towards a race car. Uh, so the hobby was very much a secondary, low budget approach. And this this whole thing brought me back to those days. The benefit is I've got a little bit of experience now, and I can design something that will actually fly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and. Uh... You know, and one thing that was nice is that, you know, people are just using what they have Mm -hmm. um, and not spending a lot of money. And that was one of the things we wanted in this was that I wanted it to be low pressure and I wanted it to be inexpensive. I wanted people to get back and feel, you know, get fall back in love with the hobby. Um, You know, sometimes we we tend to get in these tracks uh, where we, you know, we keep getting bigger and better and things get more complicated and guilty. something. Yeah. <laughs> guilty. Totally guilty, man. EDF boy over here. <laughs> yeah. And, and we, you know, we get away from what we fell in love with in the hobby, you know, to begin with. So this was a nice way to, to get back to, to those roots. Um, a couple more planes I wanted to, I wanted to just talk about here. There were some interesting designs. There were some that I, I thought were interesting, but I never did get to see a flight video, or maybe they just didn't fly, uh, or you know, like so many of us. Uh, I'm I mean I'm still working during all of this, so I'm working from home, um, which is which is. Which early on I thought was great, and then I realized that I still have so much work to get done, and I have this this pull to the shop, you know, uh, nagging on my brain the whole time. So, you know, I'm I'm sure a lot of people just ran out of time, or uh, I know that weather played a factor. You know, Mm. a lot of people ran out of, of, of decent flying weather, ran out of time. Um, I guess the point the there pro- is some of the don't stop. Slots. Don't stop, right? Yeah. I mean, keep even right. though the competition is right. going, keep keep posting this because I'm going to keep playing around with it. I, I might go bigger now that I don't have to worry about flying in the yard so much. But you know, I still want to you know scratch build because it's great for the noggin. Yeah, and I think uh, I don't know. We'll see how this goes, but I I think that this this challenge went so well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll t- you and I will chat, but I, mm-hmm. I think we I think we can probably come up with another one or two this summer. Uh, we'll come up with some ideas and, and yep. maybe we'll we'll do this a good again, you know, because it, it turned out great. The feedback was tremendous. I think people had a good time. So, um, you know, maybe maybe we'll get some more people. It'll get a little bit bigger and, and yeah. we'll have fun with it. You know, yeah, it, well, that's, that's it's not going to take the place of everything, but. You know, we got to get our brains moving here. Uh, I know mine is atrophied quite a bit. Um, okay, so another one I want to talk about here is uh, Nate Dog. All right, which one? Which one of Nate's, Nate's? Uh, first attempt at this? So His first the, one. That's the crazy uh, Delta. The that's cra- the crazy Delta with the long nose. There you go. Um, I got it up, Nate. And and again earlier on he, yeah, he he commented saying you know thanks for getting me back in the shop you know thanks thanks for 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 you know getting the juices flowing again because uh, he had been avoiding it as well so there you go buddy 
And and by the looks of it, I think he emptied everything out of his scrap bin. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at it now, and I think he's he's used uh, every one of his build methods that he's developed over the years. We've got uh, looks like hot wire cut foam. We've yeah. got balsa. Got some. He probably even has some fiberglass on there. He's got Wood, he's got a little yeah. bit of everything. Foam board. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I think he extended his, I think he extended his elevons later with foam board. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, a valiant effort there. Um, I really enjoyed, and the thing I liked about it was I really enjoyed watching the progress as it was being built and the thought process, which was really fun. Um, I, you know, one of the things I really liked about this was posting of the progress. Yeah, the ideas, the thoughts, putting them into motion, trying different techniques. It was, you know, almost enjoyed the journey more than the destination <laughs> um, on some of these. It was it was fun seeing the journey and 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 seeing where the journey led. And and you know, not not all journeys lead to the destination you were intending. So no, nope, right, um, Frank? That was Definitely one not. I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's, Frank's Space um, Shuttle. I think Frank had some pretty spectacular crashes or at least really good sounding videos. He'd message me and I'm like, oh, what was that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Frank Frank would probably get the uh, the best sounding crash award. Um, geez, yeah. He had a couple that were just horrifying <laughs> to hear. <laughs> I just kept waiting for the car alarms to go off. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, so... One I wanted to talk about here, and it went through a number of renditions. Um, it's the one we talked about earlier. My uh, my internet is. Uh, you light me. Oh yes, yes, Rafi. Where's Rafi's design? Um, yeah. There's one photo of it. I need to find a better photo of it. So. Oh. So we're talking a combination of well, I mean, we're talking about everything that 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 embodies this this project, hey? Stuff that you had in the shop, design ideas, different materials. Yes. It was crazy. So there's one photo. I'm gonna try and find him. Actually, I'm just gonna go right to his Instagram account, and you'll see the photos and everything of of the final product and why we were like, wow. There it is. I got it on the pedestal. Look at that shot. That is crazy. All right. Yeah, I think so. my my internet here is uh, going to get glitchy. My family is is emerging oh, from no. their sleep, from the and sleep. I'm sure the girls are getting on the internet. And so we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah, that shot. There, that's the money shot. I mean, yeah. look at that thing. Um, he he said he's promised to get us a different video. His first video, he didn't have he didn't rock the uh, the hat GoPro, so you couldn't really see the hat it. Cam, but it flew. It flew. I've seen it fly. Um. But it flew, and that's and that's what we needed, you know. Uh, it needed to fly. Um, but yeah, this this was uh, it's beautiful. This was quite a, <laughs> and I enjoyed the process. It is. It's a beautiful plane. It's elegant. It's uh, it's used, you know, all the different materials, like you said, different techniques. Um, I thought it was a real out of the box approach, and um, I really enjoyed that one. 
I, you know what I love the most? I love the, 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 the printed fuselage with the, and, and so describing this, it is, it's not a big plane. It's, it's, it's a, it's a tractor style with a little motor, but the fuselage is 3d printed with a dowel in the back for the tail section. And all the, all the attaching components are 3d printed. So the ESC has a little slot that it goes into. The receiver has a little slot it goes into. All the wire goes back. The two servos in the back, which control the rudder and elevator, have a spot. Um, so it's 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 a work of art, which is what I described it when I first yep. saw it. And and it's it. I don't know. He didn't say how much his all up weight is, but it can't be that bad. Now I know PLA printed no. can weigh up, but. From a crash standpoint, if you crash it, you just rip the wing off, throw on another one, right? It's 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 a piece of uh, it's a piece of foam board um, yeah. that with the bot with the paper removed on the bottom, so he gets his curvature, and it's so it's got a wing profile and everything. Um, I don't know if I can get to the yeah. And he's got flying. a uh, he's got a printed tip former also, so he's getting yeah. You know he's he's printed in the camber in the body and then printed another piece to go on the wing tip to get that same camber all the way out. I, I, yeah, I was really impressed with that one. Oh, and, and his later video, he printed this, he, he posted a video. Uh, he's done, this like a, like a revision, uh, cause he moved the battery from the side to the front to get a better CG. looks like he changed up the prop and everything. So obviously he's been playing with it. Um, yeah. I like this. He's even got a slot designed for his battery holder, the battery strap. So, freaking amazing. <laughs> yep. I'm yeah. really impressed. I'm really, really impressed with this one. Yeah. So, uh, Andre and I have decided that we're, we're going to call this one the, the design winner. Uh, so, this this is the plane that, uh, that won the design um aspect of the of the challenge um really impressed with that one <laughs> it was his birthday yesterday so oh happy go. birthday nice so congratulations to uh, rafi for for best design the thing is beautiful um so best yard flyer uh this one i had fun watching um you know uh okay the space is a big yard but the flying was what we were looking at and it was pure just good hardcore flying you want to take it away sean and and uh an intro who we thought because it was both of us we talked I'm, before the show and both of us were unit unit we both agreed right away with each other i am going to let you Go ahead and announce that because I don't have my. I'm so afraid of my connection now. I don't want to bring my browser <laughs> right. up, so I'm going to let you run with it. Okay, so Sean and I both agreed that it was no agenda FPV's flight. Um, he basically designed this tiny, tiny little wing, and uh, you know, left the left the, the stickers on it, everything. Put didn't even use you know hashtags were written in marker. And went with the whole spirit of the flight. And uh, like, we'll check out the, the hashtag. And he's got one video that kind of just linked. And, and he put the thing up in trees and everything. He was he was doing us proud. And uh, is this it? Yeah, two days left. And the weather looks lousy. Pushing the limits. And, you know, he hit and everything. He, <laughs> he hit everything. So I'm not going to play too much of the video because I don't want to rip the stream up. But, woof. Plus, it's loud in my headphones. Um, 
but it was really fun. So it was interesting to see him design um, and come back. And I think his early designs, the aircraft was too heavy and too sluggish and too big. And he just kept going like V3. He went through several versions of this thing. So hats off to you, man. Yeah, definitely. That was, uh, you know, he, he really put everything into the flight and uh, was just, you know, absolutely trying to hit every gap. And, and like you said, he, I don't know how many times he put it in a tree uh, and just kept going. So uh, certainly uh, hats off to, to his uh his determination on that flying, um, you know, and in the end he, he had some spectacular flights. So, um, definitely, you know, like Andre said, uh, our, our, uh, our picks, we, we both went out and enjoyed the, uh, enjoyed flying yesterday. As you can tell, I'm a bit of a lobster today. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so we, uh, we didn't get to, to get together yesterday so we got together this morning and um went to throw out our picks and we were unanimous on both picks so uh i think we're, i'm think we're i'm pretty happy with our decisions there and you know like we said if you if your plane one if your your plane isn't done yet and you and you haven't had a chance to fly it yet by all means, you know, don't please stop. keep posting to that hashtag. Don't stop. We really want to see um, what you're coming up with. I think that I will continue to post to that hashtag as I develop some of these smaller planes uh, just to keep everybody informed and because it's a lot of fun. And I think that Andre and I will put our heads together uh, as we go this year. And uh, through this summer, and, and you know, in as long as we have our, our standard flying season here, <laughs> and um, we'll see if we can come up with some more content, yeah, uh, contest because I, I think it's a lot of fun and it's 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 pushing people, like I said, pushing people to to start thinking and designing and trying different things, um, and I'd like to see people do that uh, some more. I mean, it's it's. I don't have any bind and fly personally. Uh, actually, I take that back. I have, I have a, uh, I have a Bixler one that I picked up from Hobby King about a year or two ago when they reintroduced the one, and uh, that's the only one I have. Everything else I build, and you know, I enjoy the building and the design, and um, I like to see other people do it too. So, yeah. And you know, if we we have a ton of honorable mentions, um, there are so many fun Jason's design, which is the red and white one, uh, that looked good. And then uh, whose video was it? Uh, Ordwell FPV. Your video made me laugh so hard. He came back and said, "I'm not sure this thing is going to fly, but I'm going to try it." And then did a nice little hack video. The thing went through the refrigerator and everything. I laughed <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I, I needed that. It was a good giggle. Um, uh, Andrew, oh, I, I liked uh, I liked uh, FPV shrink oh, out yes. on the west coast yeah, where he got up roof. on his roof yeah. and flew it from his roof. Well, I don't know. Maybe he went up on his trees. roof to get it back. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. No, he, he got He's, up. He got up and flew it from his roof. Yeah, but, if and, he wanted and, to get to 
the clearance. It was you interesting because to... he only did left turn orbits. I noticed that too. And I'm like, are you going to turn right? And I bet it was just like me when I flew. Because every time I would turn right, I would run into something new. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't do the right <laughs> turn in the part in the yard. And uh, what was it? Oh, I laughed at the video. I'm, everybody commented on my video going, what's the deal with your camera? And I'm flying around. And I'm going, and I catch a glimpse of something. I'm like, is someone flying a hot air balloon today? And no, it was the sun. And the the angle was so bad that the camera was making the sun a black dot. Like, it just didn't know what to do with it, right? It was just crazy. So, um... Uh, no, no agenda. FPV says I plan. I, uh, I, uh, I'll share the plans, and I, uh, I made up a cut. I want to make a better version of it, but he's going to hang this one up. Yeah, no, c- congratulations, dude. Really enjoyed watching it, and he, he um, to his, he made that post earlier on saying it doesn't matter about the airfoil, just make something and go, and the, it embodied everything we love and the the flights. I just you know, oh tree, oh tree, oh tree. He has a crash. <laughs> crash video sequence <laughs> and i was like yep yeah oh and he put it up did you ever get the one he put one up way up um same thing with richard richard put one up way up in a, in a neighbor's tree um like i said i thought i was going to be getting out the pool equipment to try and get my plane off the roof after i skimmed off the gutter um black hole sun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy yeah, it, was, and, it was a lot of fun yeah you know and i have a pool and and what was nice is people didn't take it too seriously either you know, no. sometimes when people take these challenges too seriously, they're afraid to post their screw ups. Um, <laughs> I mean, posting your screw ups is, is, is most of the fun anyway. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, yeah. And some of the stuff and, and man, I have early days. Some of the designs I did when I, when I was back in the scratch doing some of my early stuff and some of the stuff just it just didn't fly or I would just have it had some wicked stall tendencies and you'd be like wow and now it's like yeah I can do this you know uh, but even I had like that that first airplane was just you know the delta I couldn't figure out for the life of me I'm like oh, okay let's go back to what I know works and you know and there's I, I flipped up the image earlier on it was funny because when we first talked um, I wonder if I've got that, you know, and you were talking about your notes and, and literally I posted, uh, well, these are what my, my rough sketch drawings look like. And, you know, and, uh, and we were, we were within design parameters of each other. We're so close. So it's, uh, you know, yeah. uh, no agenda says my first wing is about 70 feet up in the tree still. <laughs> <laughs> Victor says, well, it's light, so hopefully the wind will bring it down. One day. Yeah, get all your gear back. But And then again, you know, we, we've got a, you know, you got a $10 uh, VTX on board, you, you know, like, so you're all up costs are pretty low. It's still, it still, you know, hurts when you put a plane it in the tree. It still hurts, and yeah. it mocks you because you can see it every day. It's there <laughs> staring at you, and you know it's there. So, so for the winners, like like Sean said, you can choose a sprite kit or the yet to be named twin. Um, I've sent him some uh, some after hours and uh, blame Andre stickers, which have already been put to good use in one of your airplanes. <laughs> yes, and uh, Master yeah, yeah you saw kit. that, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, his tail fell off. <laughs> um, 
we'll talk about that in a minute too because that's another fun part of this whole thing um master of is kicking in some props as well for you guys so thanks for them coming on uh and like i said we'll, we'll build these contests i'll uh, i'll rattle some chains and we'll see if we can get some some uh some support from uh from the uh from the community just to, to kick in for the prizes and everything um the plane is 75 cents in fo- in uh in foam board exactly um yeah Ben Harbour says, I really missed, I, I, I'm sorry I missed the start of this whole thing. It looks like it was a lot of fun. Ben, stay tuned. Um, you know, he, he's a designer extraordinary himself. Um, and maybe we'll just come up with, uh, you know, some new criteria. I don't even want to put that many criteria into this thing. I don't want to limit um, anybody's um, uh, design creativity. I don't want to, whatever we do will be crafted very well, uh, very focused on just making it fun um and we'll, we'll uh <laughs> no agenda says i'm glad ben missed the start that's funny <laughs> you know maybe we'll maybe we'll make some challenges like you gotta fly through a hula hoop or something yeah you know ch- test the pilot skills but uh you know like and the, the greatest thing about this thing is um the fact that we did succeed at making it fly in the yards and stuff like this, I had a hoot just trying to you do it. What got me, and I'll, I'll say this, flying at line of sight, the airplane felt slower. I don't know if you experienced this, Sean, but like I flew at line of sight, and I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, I'm flying in my yard. And then I went FBV, and I'm like, holy, <laughs> slow down. You know, and I wasn't flying much tree, faster. Left, oh, tree, 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 pull, left. pull, house, shed. <laughs> Lights, you know, garden yeah, lights. Things come up on you a lot faster when you're flying FPV. Um, yeah. I think just because you're so focused. Yeah. Know? And I think maybe that angle of that lens on the little cameras probably plays into it. But because I looked at the video, I looked at my onboard video because I recorded that and I looked at the flight video from, from the camera, from the GoPro on the deck. And I'm like, I don't think I was flying any faster, but like my heart rate was like, whoa. And I would shoot the gaps between it's I've flown quads behind the yard and everything. And that's fine. But shooting a gap with a plane between the pool and a pine tree, you kind of woo. So, yeah, line of yeah. sight was uh, I. Uh, no agenda says line of sight. I was trying to fly too slow and kept stalling. FPV worked much better. His yard, dude, your yard is awesome. And the fact that yeah, he got a nice out, yard. He he figured out okay if I fly through this little spot, I go under this, and and he did exactly what Sean was talking about. It was the wing surface, not the power, you know. And so challenge uh, challenge options: longest wingspan, lightest wingspan, or shortest. Yeah. There are so many ways we can mix this, um, you know, and like I said, Ben, we can have a ton of fun. Um, as restrictions are lifted, we can get out, and I think we'll just keep the ideas going and just keep the design competitions going. We won't be contained to a yard much longer, I'm hoping. Please, please, please. Um, but please, yeah. please. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Recapping. Um, so it, it is uh, Ra- Rafi's uh, uh, 3D printed work of art as our favorite design. Many, many, many other designs out there. Trust me, uh, you know, like you guys, wow, blew my mind away with some of the stuff you came up with. Um, and then flying. Yeah. Adam, congratulations. Or Andrew, sorry, not Adam. Andrew, uh, congratulations on, on some of that crazy flying. Uh, and again, we're going to keep this going. Sean, do you want to talk about any of your other projects while we got you on the line? Or are you satisfied with what we've achieved today? No, I, I think we're good. Um, 
you know, uh, just that the the plane, the twin that I developed for this uh, challenge, as as you know, like I said, this this started out as a challenge just between Andre and I. Um, we were just coming up with something, and we decided to open it up and and share it with everybody. Uh, the plane that I designed for that is going to become a product. So, That's you know, awesome. that will, once I work out some bugs uh, and make it a little easier to build, um, that's probably going to come out next month, mm -hmm. uh, would be my guess. I put it in the hands yesterday of somebody who is a rather accomplished uh, line of sight uh, 3D pilot, and he had a blast with it. Um, you know, he bringing it up and, and just hovering it and, and doing all kinds of things with it. Um, he, he really, I've got some video I'll post up later. Uh, yesterday we, uh, we finally, I've been locked in this house and, and the only people I've seen for two months are my family. So, uh, it was kind of nice to get out and, uh, and fly and, and see humans that weren't related to me. Um, so that was kind of nice. And, uh. Once the, the wind died, as the day went on, the, the wind died down, and we got some amazing tandem flights, and then, then we had some, then things got really interesting. Uh, yeah. But I did, I'll put up some pictures. I did uh, take out the big twin, uh, my big uh, test bed twin, um, to, you know, really, I, I don't think I've flown that in front of anybody, but maybe one buddy. And I put my Blame Andre sticker right on the horizontal stab. Yeah, and succeeded to put it in on the first takeoff, and it went in hard and uh, ripped the whole tail off, uh, ripped one of the motor mounts out. And uh, but you know, it was it was one of those situations. You're out flying with your buddies. I was you know 35, 40 minutes from home. I broke out the battery powered hot glue gun and glued everything back together, glued the motor mount back together, glued the tail back on. And I mean, it was, it, it was, was, it was the whole, yeah, it was like the plane broke in half. <laughs> and I uh, got it back in the air and had, uh, I had, you know, three or four just fantastic flights with it, some great chases. Um, testing out the flaps i i was uh bombing around the field and i'd come in and buzz the flight line i was following somebody at 15 miles an hour with the full flaps out and just trying to keep it in the air and being a twin you know i'd stall it and it'd fall off and you just goose it give it everything it's got and i recovered two uh two uh, near catastrophes uh just by having the ability to in a you know in an awkward attitude yep having that ability to you know go full throttle on that and pull out of it had that been a single you know a single motor i probably would have torqued myself over and gone in but but uh, you know you really gotta gotta hand it to the twins yep so yeah a uh, full day yesterday and get home till 9 30 last night i'm sunburned everything hurts uh Feels good, doesn't it? I don't think anybody at home is happy with me, but I had a great day with the guys, and uh, we all tried to be very responsible and <laughs> keep our distance and and uh, just enjoy this this great hobby. So there we go. It was a great day. 
So then we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up the show. I want to leave it to the community. Start coming up with some um, some cute names for this twin. It needs a really spectacular name, uh, unless unless Sean comes up with something. But I think the community can probably help with that because I think it's a it's a it's a neat aircraft that's been built out of a, out of a fun little necessity. So uh, and uh, it just kind of. Uh, fits the uh, fits the envelope hey so sean again exactly. thanks for coming on this has been a, a super experience um i look forward to our next little collaboration and all the other uh goofiness that we can come up with um so on that note i think it's time to wrap up the show thank you for everybody coming on thank you for everybody who's uh who's been part of this uh crazy adventure uh we have had such a great time and um again Everybody stay safe. Stay focused. We're almost through this. Um, it's going to be a different summer, but lots to look forward to. I'm Andre. Thank you for all the Patreon subscribers and sponsors and friends and everything. You guys make this all possible. Have a fantastic, uh, I guess it's a long weekend in Canada. I don't know about up, up, uh, you guys down in the in the in the, in the U.S., but it's a long weekend in Canada, so I get another day off tomorrow. So, <laughs> it's going to rain, though. <laughs> I'm Andre. That's Sean. And this has been the RC After Hours Podcast. Thanks, for everybody. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>